Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? We are back for a new year. An exciting time for the Maryland Black Bears as they are on the run to the playoffs. And this past weekend, after a week off, after some time off for the holiday, and also, uh, again, they had finally get their bye week after the first 33 games of the season. Uh, and they uh, return home to, you know, not a easy opponent as the Maine Nordiques came into town for their only appearance this year, I do believe. Uh, and uh, it was a uh, it was a barn burner and great results if you're a Black Bears fan. We'll start off in the uh, first period on Friday night's game because why would we start anywhere else? Niceties happening uh, on both sides of the uh, of the puck. A little bit uh, here, a little bit there. Guys getting away with things, guys not getting away with things. Uh, great times had by all. Owen Leepak was solid in net on the early going as uh, he had to face some difficult shots in traffic and was able to pick them up. And Maryland did have their chances as well, but could not get one to get past Thomas Heaney uh, in the first 20 minutes. But with only 14 seconds remaining, uh, Shane Kozlina gets his ninth of the year for Maine just on a kind of a broken play. Right after a uh, Black Bears power play, uh, Maine just enters the zone, gets things going. You take them, I don't want them kind of thing. And then in the net it goes. Maine goes into the first intermission up by one. But the Black Bears would uh, create their own luck and change their fortune in a uh, solid, solid way. Kept on uh, hampering the Maine net and Thomas Heaney. Uh, well, it looked like it could have been a goal on a Ray Perot wraparound. I do believe it was Ray Perot who wrapped it around. Uh, gets pushed out, but moments later after that, Luke Janis, who was going to the bench for a change, finds a loose puck, decides, I'm going to see what I can do with this, picks it up at the top of the circles, rips one home for his sixth of the year to even the score at one. Trace Johnson gets his 14th assist, and Ryder Neenhaus with his eighth assist of the year tie game at one, and then a late power play for Maryland. Only short work on that, as it only took seven seconds before Jesse Horacek gets his team-leading fifth power play goal of the year and twelfth uh, goal in general on the season. Uh, just a point shot that had some eyes through traffic went in the net, and there we go. Black Bears get a uh, get a go-ahead goal right before the intermission. Luca Mel's tenth assist of the season, and hey. Look who's back, Sam Stitz, back for the first time this season after an uh, injury and resting up and rehabbing that. He gets his first assist on the year, winning the draw back to Amel. Amel to Horacek, Horacek into the back of the net. Black Bears up 2-1 to one going into the third, and in that third period, Maryland would not stop, can't stop. Uh-uh, bad boy for life as they kept Pepper in the net and Thomas Heaney, and one finally goes in. Just a uh, a, a random a random assortment of bodies in front. But Kareem El-Bashir able to pick up the loose puck, put home his seventh of the year. Janice's his 13th assist. Cal Houston, his sixth assist. Black Bears up 3-1. to one. And then 7.06 left in the period. Dylan Gordon gets his third of the year. Jumping up into play, uh, coming down the slot area. A nice feed for Magnus Gadowski. And Gordon, as he was diving, puts it home for his third of the year. Gadowski's third assist. And Tyler Stern gets his first assist again for like the fifth time. Um, got to figure that out. I'm pretty sure uh, my man's got more than just a single assist on the season, but we will uh, delve deeper into that 
Uh, but uh, Tyler Stern was solid on the four check. A tenacious player in general, first in trying to muck things up, trying to get some energy going, and he did that. Black Bears up four to one, and it wasn't until late when Cole Hipkin uh, gets his start of the year with only three sec three point five seconds remaining. Again, broken play. Uh, Maryland defender runs into Lee Pack. Lee Pack when not, unable to get to the other post to uh, stop it. Four to two, the final Black Bears win this one. Lee Pack uh, solid in net as he had 20 saves in this uh, in this affair. So uh, good going for him on that. But that leads us, of course, to Saturday. Saturday, the toughest one to win when you're already won a, a one game. You're looking for the sweep, especially in a matchup embroiled as much as this when there's so much on the line and there's so many, uh, you know, the top two teams in the East for Pete's sake. Why wouldn't you expect just a dogfight in this? But Maryland had that dog in them. As the kids like to say, I don't know what kids, they do it. Uh, really relentless in a net as they went after Carter Richardson and uh, tried to get one past them early. But the big thing for them that they realize, get traffic in front and good things will happen. And that's what happened just past the midway point. Sam Stitz redirects his first uh, of the year into the net off a of Luke Amell shot. Just deflects it in front. I think it's actually Demetri Kieber who shot the puck and redirected off of Stitz. Um but he didn't get the primary assist for whatever reason. Uh, any case, uh, Stitz his first goal. Amel 11th assist. Kebrew gets uh, 23rd assist. Black Bears up one nothing early. They go up two to nothing. Uh, two minutes and 20 seconds later, when hey again traffic in front. Riley Rue redirects a shot. His sixth of the year. Jeremy Trombley gets his sixth assist of the season, and then Cal Houston his seventh assist of the season. Cal Houston. Uh, really getting in there, um, solid for him uh, to, to get some points this weekend. Played a big role, especially when uh, Evan Sofakitis was back on Friday but was out of the lineup on Saturday. Um, so uh, it's good for him to get some rotation and actually get up in the play, jump up in the play, make some contributions. Uh, it's a good showing from him on the weekend. But the Black Bears, 2 to nothing uh, after 1, 16-7 were the shots, and they would keep shooting on net, getting things going. And even kill off a couple of penalties in the second period. Uh, but before uh, they uh, killed off all their penalties in the second period, they get another goal as Ryder Neenhouse, his fifth of the year, a beautiful passing play and zone entry from this team. I can't remember if it was Janice or Neenhouse or somebody else who passed it up to Kareem El-Bashir, who was on, uh, on, the, uh, on the blue line or at the dot by the blue line. Received the pass. Uh, El-Bashir absorbed the hit, dished it off to Luke Janice. Janice enters the zone. Uh, with speed, and then finds Neenhouse streaking down the wing, puts it home, a prettier pass in play you could never see. Five, uh, fifth goal for Neenhouse, 14th assist for Luke Janice, 19th assist for Kareem El-Bashir. Black Bears up 3 to nothing. Uh, a little bit more even matchup. Like I said, Black Bears had some penalties to kill off, um, uh, and they also had a, a double minor that they had going for them. They couldn't convert on that. Uh, but 3 nothing after 2. And then a minute 40 in to the third period. Luke Janis gets another goal for himself. Seventh of the year. Uh, just rips one home uh, to make it uh, 4 to nothing. Dylan Gordon's fifth assist of the year. Ben Tauscher's ninth assist of the year. And Owen Leapak didn't see many shots. Uh, saw three shots in the third period. Saw 18 shots as a whole. Didn't matter. He stopped them all as he gets his first NEHL shutout. In his career, uh, and of course, has uh, only been in the uh, in the league for a year, so 
it is what it is, but a good showing from him. He was solid all weekend, uh, seeing shots through traffic, being able to uh, ward off any kind of rebound uh, that was put out there, just really kind of selling out to make sure things stayed out. So a solid weekend for him. Uh, Black Bears win uh, 4-0, sweep the weekend, big sweep against the uh, then top place team as we look at these standings and the Maryland top spot, 53 points, 24, 6, and 5 with a game in hand on Maine, who is a point behind them. And when you look at after Maryland and Maine, they are obviously heads of the class on this one. As third place, Johnstown has 40 points. So Maryland is cleared by third place by 13 points, which is huge. Uh, they're on a uh, six-game winning streak, 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10. Team really starting to get things together, really figuring out the situation, really making sure that they have things on lockdown there. Now, uh, what will they do? They go and take on Northeast, who allegedly has a team. It's the first time the Black Bears have seen the Generals this season, which outside of the COVID, uh, the COVID year when Northeast and Maine played each other like 42 times before uh, their restrictions were pulled and Maryland was able to go play them. Um, kind of odd that we're not seeing this team until the second half of the season, but it is what it is, and that's all that it is. Uh, for the Black Bears and Generals. Uh, Generals right now sitting in fourth place at 39 points. Uh, they are currently 19-15-1 and one in 35 games. So it should be an interesting uh, matchup against a team you've only seen on video. So we will have to see what happens from there. And we'll bring it all to you next week, of course, because that's what what the whole process is, is uh, the report and away we go. Good times had by all. And it's time now for the interview portion of our show. We'll start off with uh, Coach's Corner, first one of the new year. And uh, Coach Clint Millamock joins us uh, to talk about uh, the weekend that wasn't and then really the past few games that the Black Bears have had, um, especially going into um, going against Johnstown and then Maine as well. Uh, and talk about uh, the the three players that we're going to hear from here in a little bit and the maturity that they've grown over uh, this past season. Here with head coach Clint Mellonock. And coach, what a uh, few games you had to end out 2023 on a huge note with a three-game sweep and then start 2024 with a two-game sweep of, the, of Maine. Your thoughts so far on this team in the last six games? Uh, just hard to play against. I mean, that's something we strive for um, every year, and it's not always easy, and it's hard to get it. Hard to get it every night. And the, the last five games, they've done a good job of being hard to play against, uh, making them have to come through waves, not just one at a time. Like if there's one, there's always two. So it kind of just when you watch video, you see where they're starting to get a little more in sync with how, how to defend without the puck and, and not be so quick to maybe jump um, to areas where they shouldn't. They just sit back and, and know how to angle properly. All those things that you try and teach and. They're doing a great job. Our, I think the one thing that has been different, if I had to pick one thing, is their conversations on the bench are different. It's not like, hey, work hard, we got to go, do this. Like it's within our, our structure and our systems, and that's a different type of conversation that deems me to believe um, or leads me to believe that that there's some – the mature maturity is, is growing a little bit and, and the – from the young guys and the older guys, like just more mature. When you look at this weekend, you get someone back in Sam Stitz, 
Played pretty well, got himself a goal and assist on the weekend. How did you like him in his first games back? Played the hell out of him. That's <laughs> how so much I liked him. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a difference maker. And if there's one guy that can step in after being out that long and be prepared, it's him. Like, I, I've for the six years I've been here, that we've had some really good kids that really prepare well and with a lot of them. And I think I'd have to put him near the top, if not the top, because he's just – Everything he does is there's a purpose uh, before practice, um, during practice, after practice. How he cools down, how he stretches. Like he, he's he's a he's a real Division One athlete for sure. Uh, Owen Leepak had a heck of a weekend: two wins, one shutout. What did you have? What have you liked about his growth so far since he first came into this roster? Um, I think same thing. Just you know, maturity off the ice. Kids come in, uh, young kids come in, and it's junior hockey, and it's a bit different. There's a little more expected in terms of um, what we do off the ice, which is different than being a student and playing youth hockey. Um, but he's been good since day one, really. Like, he's, his compete's been good. I think he's just, just watching his confidence grow, to be honest. Like, he, he works on his game. He's very serious about his craft. Um, and he competes like he does. You see him, you know, never give up on a puck. Um, and he's a gamer. I mean, there's the, something on the line. He's there, so... I give him a lot of credit. Both goalies have been great. And what I think most people would say for a, a first-year kid is an, an 06, too. Like, it's pretty special what, what he can do. And, and um, you know, what he, what he also is doing is, is is opening up eyes, not just from scouts, but from opponents, too. They're starting to realize, okay, like, let's get traffic in front of him and try these things. So, But he's a, he's a, he's a fighter. He battles. So uh, those things don't, don't bother him. Another hot hand recently in your lineup, even though you're getting scoring from pretty much everywhere. But Luke Janis is on a six-game point streak. He seems to have found his offensive edge uh, as well, including that first goal on Friday night where he had the wherewithal to kind of stop before he got to the bench, pick up that puck, and wire it home. I think their coach would call it a pass from the oh. defenseman. <laughs> it went right to him. Yeah. We are all kind of surprised. I think Janney was surprised where it was just one of those things kids do. They, they turn and, and make the a pass um, without looking, and, and it just happened – he was going off for a change. It just happened to get his attention, and, and he took full advantage. It was a great shot. Uh, the goalie did come out and challenge, but he's got a, he's got a heavy shot and, and a very nice release, and, and he's been really good. Like you said, um, the last – but in practice, it starts to practice. I, I told him before the Johnstown series, so you're, you're, you're heavier on your stick. You look like you're, there's a little more ownership on, on your part to, to make sure you're, you can be a difference maker and, and – um, takes time this league's this league's tough kids come here from different different leagues and also some guys leave home for the first time it's not easy just to go hey we need you to score goals it's like sometimes it takes a bit of time but he he looks more comfortable off the ice uh more comfortable with, with himself as a player and it shows in in how he's practicing and how he's producing there's no doubt he's another guy that's a He's a Division One athlete. He really is. Now you go into this weekend against a team that we haven't seen this year, amazingly enough, in Northeast. Um, for for as a coach to prepare for it, not being able to see him like head to head so far, how much can you take from video, and how much is it going to be adjusting on the fly? Uh, there's always that component. We always pre scout and do video and watch their games and see their tendencies. Um, it's probably the same as watching our team. Like not a lot of changes over the years. Um, uh, we know that they're fast. We know that they can score in a hurry. And you have, to, like most teams in our division, we're the highest scoring division for a reason because uh, they're skill. So you have to be careful no matter who you play, it seems, in our division every night uh, that they like to run and gun and get up ice. So be careful. Um, you know, the managing the puck, obviously. 
we always say when you had the puck, did it start their transition for your opponent or or did we have an extended look in, in the offensive zone? So our job is to make sure we manage pucks and make sure they don't get easy, quick turnovers above their circles. And it's got to happen behind their nets or, or at their net off of one of our shots maybe and not where we turn it over being loose with the puck. So they're, they're dangerous. They, they have good sticks. Hey, Coach Clint Millibuck. Luke Janis is up next, and he's had a heck of a, a few weeks here. Six-game point streak so far, uh, kind of creeping up on a possible team record. We will see how that goes for him. But talk a little bit about uh, the weekend that was, his hot streak, and then uh, some other things as well. Luke Janis from the Maryland Black Bears joins me right now, and what a weekend for you guys. It's big to uh, take on the then first-place team, and now you're the first-place team. What was your uh, thoughts on the weekend? Yeah, you know, coming off break um, is is a good chance for all of us to kind of get relaxed, get refreshed, and kind of get after the second half. And we just came came out flying. We knew that it was a big weekend for us. Um, we had to show them why we deserve to be in first place, and uh, we really took it to them. You guys have eight wins in your last ten games, kind of putting it together towards the end of the calendar year and now into the beginning of the new year. What's been working so far? Uh, just taking care of our own end, really. Um, we've been playing. We've been playing really good on the defensive side of the puck, and uh, just as long as we're taking care of the D zone, the offensive chances come, and we're able to bury. And you have been on a bit of a streak yourself, six game point streak. What has been going right for you? Just being consistent, just kind of day in and day out, even in practice, just working on uh, just scoring and just kind of like keeping keeping in my game and kind of just keep moving. Now you're playing a team in Northeast. You guys haven't seen them at all this year except for on video. Is that more difficult for you that you haven't seen a team this year and then go into play them, or is it more exciting for you? I would say a little bit of both because obviously this is my first year in the league, so I, I have no idea what they're about. I've heard that they kind of play the same style as Maine. Um, so if we kind of play the same way we did, then we should we should have a good result. And um, just going over a little bit of video with them, um, it's good little pre-scout, but I think it's good just to kind of have our own instincts in the game and just kind of play how we play. And as long as we play our game, we should be successful. Luke Janice of the Maryland Black Bears. Thank you. Sam Stitz up next, and uh, we talk about uh, his his return to the lineup, how how much the, the, the time off uh, kind of helped him a little bit, at least the uh, second week of the bye week. Also, being able to play at home alongside uh, players that he's known uh, since a young age. Joined now by Sam Stitz of the Maryland Black Bears. And first off, welcome back. How did it feel to get Thank back you. out on the ice? Yeah, it felt great just going about it with the boys again and skating, seeing the crowd up there. It was, it was awesome. Was it difficult for you to get back into game shape because it seemed like you didn't really miss a beat out there? No, I think I think the two weeks helped definitely. Um, off break, we got we had two weeks off, so I was able to train train a lot during then. Um, but it's all it's all different from game. So no matter where, where you get plugged into in the season, you're going to get a little bit worn out that first first few weekend or and, first few games. And you get plugged into like a battle of the Titans between you and Maine. What do you like about this weekend from the team? Uh, yeah, we we we're, uh, we're, we did well. They were a fast team, so we kind of matched their speed, tried to sh- slow them down a little bit, shut them down. Um, and I think, yeah, we can do that and carry into next this, this coming week and we'll be good. For you to play at home, how has that been for you? How has that experience been to, you know, you, you've played for Team Maryland, went away for a year, and now you're back home. Has that been great for you in your junior career? Yeah, it's awesome always seeing family and friends up in the stands um, on most nights and 
yeah, just being around guys, playing with guys too who I played with a young age um, through TM and and the other youth team. So it's, yeah, it's it's awesome. Does that help the dynamic in terms of chemistry to make it a little bit easier with guys like uh, uh, Kibru and Horacek and, and Ergo to be able to know what they're going to do? Ahead of yeah, time? I think for sure. Definitely um, on the ice, being able to play play with each other, we know our style of play, but I think it also helps the locker room too. Like off the ice, we, we know each other and we can kind of welcome guys in a little bit easier because we all are familiar with each other. Now you go up to Northeast. You saw them a little bit last year. First time you're seeing them this year. What can you expect out of this team? Um, I think uh, Janice was saying it too, the similar style. They like the run and gun, um, very uh, skilled team. So I think we kind of just got to stick, focus on us, stick to our systems, and uh, I think we'll be good. Sam Stitz of the Maryland Black Bears. And finally, Owen Leapak, the second star of the week in the NHL's East, NAHL's East Division. Uh, talk about the weekend that was, the shots that he uh, saw, and, and basically the maturity that he had as the season has gone on and, and what he's learned. Great. Owen Lee Pack of the Maryland Black Bears joins us. Uh, and Owen, what a weekend for you, man. Uh, one shutout, two wins. I guess describe what the weekend was for you. Um, I don't know. I think the team played really well. Like eight goals in two games is like hard to beat. So like I think that was really important and like helped me out too. I only got like like 20 shots each game. So I mean. Seems like you're seeing the puck a lot better as the years progress. Is that something you kind of adapted to? You kind of found the speed of the game, how it's going? Yeah, no, I've definitely been feeling a lot more comfortable just like uh, and like how I'm playing now. I feel like at the start I was a little like like nervous and stuff, but definitely like bringing it back to like how I want to play. So, And you get second star of the week honors. Uh, Got to be good to have some uh, uh, accolades on that one too. How does it feel to be recognized by the league like that? Yeah, no, it's, I think it's good. I mean, I always want first though, but sure. well, ho- hopefully soon. So, yeah, that's that's a goal. What yeah. what have you seen uh, from the team in front of you and what they've been doing, I guess, adapting through the year to help you out, you and Colin back there? Yeah, no, I feel like like we str- were struggling a bit like a couple, like a month ago, but uh, it kind of just like as a team, like workouts, everything, we're just kind of like more focused, I feel like, and like more chemistry. So I feel like that helps and like, yeah. When, when you go into a weekend like this where you haven't seen a team at all uh, in person, uh, for a goalie, how difficult is it in terms of trying to find out or read what shooters can do? I mean, I feel like I kind of like try to come into every weekend the same way, whether we're playing Maine or like uh, Danbury, because like we're going to, I'm going to see like the same thing really. It's going to be like shots, uh, like good chances, some bad. So it's like, just like coming in with like positive mindset and uh, just like giving it my all. So, yeah. Owen Leapak. Thanks to Coach Clint, uh, Luke, and Sam and Owen for their time. Also, thanks to Chris and Jess at the Black Bears for allowing such a time to be had. A couple of alumni updates a little bit. Uh, Luke Van Wy finally getting into the lineup for uh, RMI, Robert Morris University, and gets a goal in his first game. A very big shellacking on that, but uh, good to see him back out there. He had a serious knee injury, kept him out of the lineup uh, in the Robertson Cup uh, final semifinals, but uh, good to see him back out there again and also producing, kind of picking up where he left off when uh, he went down with an injury. Also, uh, Wilmer Skug getting a goal on the AHL side of things, getting the call up from the uh, Florida Everblades up to the Charlotte Checkers and producing already with the, with a goal uh, so far. So really good to see the uh, alumni thriving in this and a lot of guys still out because uh, college is just starting back up again. Uh, Adam Shankula did get into his first game on Saturday. Did not record a point. 
but good to see him getting into the lineup after um, getting after committing and then going there for all the all for all the fun stuff. So that's it. That's all. We will uh, pick this up next week and we'll talk about the, what happened in Northeast and prepare for the other the next week ahead and maybe some other stuff too. You never know. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, at uh, Defending Den MBB on the Twitter and ClutchingCrabHockey.com for stuff that's going on there. But until we talk to you next time through, uh, be safe, be happy, be healthy, and uh, stay dry out there. It's a little, uh, little soggy, a little soggy out there. Until next time, peace.